Simpson. And Japan have gone absent without leave. This is Whitmore. Hall and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Greetings football lovers, happy Sunday to the football family, welcome to Ball Chat Podcast. I'm your host, or one of your hosts, my name is Benton, along with the family, Junior Wagwan family, how you doing? It was supposed to be a, a joyous day for me and all our British imports, but not to be, not to be. Uh, Junior, you, you sound really sad, Bridget. You're sounding really sad. Lively up yourself, football family. Lively up yourself. I, 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 I am not subolious right now. I, 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 I need, I need, a, I need a seven up. <laughs> I, I like you. I like your background. What is that background image you have, Junior? Uh, yeah, I was you have read... the queen. The queen lost. How come you still have the queen up? Listen, if please. Describe her as Her Majesty the Queen, please. Don't, don't, don't disrespect Her Majesty the Queen. And, and she lasts. Southgate. Oh, uh, yo, these are the views of Junior and every English fan. Southgate walk wide of Britain from now on, yeah? <laughs> Third possession for supporters of England and England. I will recap the Euro European Championship final is Italy. Dominate well, Italy won um, the final in in the in PKs. It's coming to Rome, as as the Italians say would say. Football family, if you're joining us on Flow Sports YouTube page, if you're joining us on Ball Chat YouTube page or Ball Chat Facebook page, you can take part in the show. It's a live and interactive show. We invite England fans to step forward and get some therapy session, get it off their chest. Because you can't sleep with that issue. Can't sleep with um, a night with, with, that, with that sadness tonight. Come on is away this week or she's traveling. She might join in later on in the show. We'll also have Copa America final, the final thoughts on Copa uh, America finals. Lionel Messi time and Argentina defeated Brazil. We'll have Cope, um, Gold Cup um, discussion as we discuss. Um, CONCACAF Gold Cup, Mexico versus Trinidad and Tobago. And get ready for Jamaica versus Suriname coming up tomorrow and other Gold Cup action, but we have to start in England at the famous Wembley Stadium. Junior, you had England winning um, this championship at the beginning. It was a solid pick, but they came up short at the end. Your overall thoughts on the penalty shootout and the final ending to this, this, this England script? You know, in our, in our fairness, that was probably the most Southgate way for England to lose the final. I mean, I, penalties take, are... take, take your time, Junior. Take it. Thank you. For, for our family, let's, let's give Junior a minute to kind of get it together. Why act like the man act like the impersonal side loss? It's like a Jamaica lost the final. No, but but the, the, the problem is. This is a problem. The problem is England is the better team, hands down. The problem is England went up 1-0 in the second minute and never looked threatening the rest of the game. The problem is the man them parked the bus after the third minute. It's like the man them take the, you know, the big red bus to my England 
and drive it right in front of the goal and punch at the tire of them and say, yo, we're going to lock shop for, eight, for 87 minutes. It pissed me off, man. Yeah. So I, think, I think the way the game figure, like Jeremy and Kawin are one next group, and, and we're talking about um, the, the man that will come on and take the penalty and, and Southgate shouldn't make so much cold man take penalty. That is just the most Southgate way for England to lose the, lose the Euro fighters. I, I said it earlier, I said when the Euro started that England have the best team in the competition. The only way England lose is if Southgate dash it where. And Southgate find a way for dash it where. Because there's no reason why you're not putting on your most attack. At least make some form of an attacking change when you see the game changing. At least try to get the second goal to put the game to bed. No. You make, you, you make Italy hang around and come back and draw the game. It's, it's foolishness, man. Foolishness. All right, football family, chime in. Chime in, get your discussion and get your comments in. I see you, family, Jeremy and Levy. I see you. Big up yourself. El Pistolero, big up yourself. Big up yourself, family. Also, family watching on Flow Sports, big up yourself. Get your comments in. We're going to get through those comments quickly. Um, Junior, let's, before we focus on England, and, and I know you said that England is the best team, but your, 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 your conclusion is the best team, but ultimately, they end up losers today. Um, what did Italy did so well um, to be able to beat this, air quotes, best team in your, in your eyes? Italy, it, Italy was just Italy. Mancini ju was just patient, like any other good coach. Yo, all we have to do is score one goal. At the end of the day, you know, Italy just had to score one goal to win this game, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, if, if you were to look and, and say, Donnarumma versus Pickford in a penalty shootout, which goalkeeper you want? 99.999% of anybody you, you, you give that survey to is going to say, give me that aroma. The point zero 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 one is the English fan who, who I drink from last week. <laughs> I'm the person that going to say, give me pick for over that aroma. So Mancini knew all his team had to do was score a goal. And Mancini, to me, also knew that, yes, because no disrespect is a good goal but I think Shah's goal was a little bit lucky. To be, to be fair, Trippier made a cross and Shah just happened to be open in the second minute of the game, just that, and him just boom, one, one foot, one, one step, kick. And it looked like him never even noticed it was going to score. His body reaction. So England got that lucky goal, in my opinion, it's a lucky goal. And the man them feel like them, them, can, them can lock it down from that. When you look at the bench, and you ask what Italy did, all Italy did was just be themselves. That's all. They, they didn't have to do anything out the box, out the ordinary, anything special. Them just be ourselves, get one goal, and figure out a way how to win eventually. And that's what they did. The Azuri won the first title since 2006 when they took the... Um... World Cup title in 2006. Junior, let's get to some of the comments. Let's hear what the football family is saying. Yes, yeah, so Jeremy Levy said, man, don't make no timely changes. And he's talking about Southgate. And then um, El Pistolero, before, before I have Sancho kick, I give it to Pickford. And Sterling fans and, and that England, are not English, in England was not the best team. 
Elpisolier said, I realized Southgate wanted penalties from Kane didn't come off the pitch. Rashford should have come on earlier to use his pace and shooting ability from distance. So Levy said, um, but Southgate made up his mind that he was not going to attack anymore. Junior dis- disagree. It was a it was a, di- a, a rotted strike. Along <laughs> <laughs> with Jeremy and Levy, there's a family show. <laughs> the goal was well orchestrated. It was a good build up to the goal. Our counter attack. Southgate set up the man them side. Sean White says Southgate is an idiot. Jeremy and Samuel support choices. Sean White said this is not the NFL. I agree 100% with everybody. And, and I big agree. up and, and Junior, before I big up to Jamai, Chelsea, uh, UK, fly, running in from London, big up himself, family. The man said Italy, champions, running in from. Um, We'll, we'll get a little bit more detail into tactics and what Southgate didn't or didn't do. You spoke about Italy and, and what Italy and, and what Mancini did. But f- for a minute there, um, uh, Junior, I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Southgate set up in a back five, was very conservative after the goal. Um, talk to us about what that Italy midfield, the fact that, you know, they kept probing, they kept going. You know, Insignia on the left side of the front three um was getting you know two people on him was getting um kyle walker and and trippier both boxing him but that italy's midfield kept on pushing and declan rice will stand out in that england midfield but talk to us about that italian midfield and and, and how uh marco Verratti and old Jorginho was able to um carry this team in that in that heart of of, of success Oh, that's a, that, that is a misleading statement. Yeah. You see, everybody, what are we growing up? I don't care what level of football you play. Yeah. If, you, if you play football, I have a competent coach. One drill a competent coach do for every team is have attack versus defense, right? Yes, yes, when, yes. My defensive midfield, I'm my a, I'm a defenders, I'm a goalkeeper, play against my attackers. Yes, yes. The attackers never have to worry about defending. After the second minute, Southgate eventually, in essence, said, we are going to play attacking versus defense and midfield. And, and that is what he did. Now, Hurricane, Hurricane should have been subbed off by halftime in the first match of the tournament. <laughs> the Marcus bench. Why the hell you have Calvert-Lewin, Marcus Rashford? Why you have those P players on the team? Why? Uh, they are backup junior. I mean, Harry Kane is always the first choice going in with this Southgate team and this English team. We we know that there are those in the English setup that believe Harry Kane is the best striker in the world, and 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 I think um, Southgate might be one of those in that camp. So that's why he gets the most minutes. That's why Southgate forget kicking him and run with. I don't want to curse nobody upon the people I'm good show. Listen, <laughs> you just set up your side for failure. You, you start you started out by 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 this. It's not even five. I don't know what kind of formation this is. I, I know what it feel like Ole has sent Southgate some some um some tactics, you know, because you have Kyle Walker, John Stones, and um and Slabed, right? As three quote unquote center backs. And then you have 
Trippier on the right wing and Luke Shaw on the left on the left wing. So in essence, England can play five five um, defenders. I guess they can say four midfielders, one striker. The, the formation just took off. Now it started out well because you get the one goal. But then you don't, you're not pushing Kyle Walker and trip you up. And that's why I'm going to say you set up your side to play offense versus defense and hope you can do it for 88 minutes. And, you, and to make matters worse, you have Harry Kane running back from the striker position, running back to the center circle, right? Yeah. It. And the, 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 look how stupid this is. You have Harry Kane, who is your, who is your lead striker, constantly coming back to the center circle for the ball. Then his intention is to stop the ball, look to the wing, and send the ball to Trippier or send the ball to Sharp. Yeah. And you're now expecting Harry Kane to run from the midfield straight to the back post for a cross. That was England's game plan. Mason Mount and Sterling, they were expected to try to run behind Bonucci and Cellini and try to get that true pass. Bonucci and Cellini are experienced defenders. Number one, they are not going to track Harry Kane back to the midfield. They might look for Harry Kane, like, look on this idiot around the midfield, and they're going to try to run from midfield at five miles per hour to the back post. I will see him. Look for Sterling, we're fast, yes. But every ball Sterling gets is sending him wide to the wing. And when Sterling or Mount get the ball wide to the wing, there is no support in the box because Harry Kane is running five miles per hour from the center circle, get, get it to the back post. Even me right now and my big fat self couldn't defend against England easily. It's just the dumbest, dumbest thing ever. And let me say, if I can get Ole, remember Ole do that when they, when they play a big game, you know. If start this, this five defense, mid-hybrid, full-full defense. But the difference is, you have Rashford and Marshall that can bail you out. He doesn't have Rashford and Marshall that can bail him out for, for England. You have them on the bench. You have Jaden Sancho on the bench. You have Rashford on the bench. You have Calvert-Lewin on the bench. So when you are doing this full foolishness, and then the man will look for cross the ball, it's, it's just, it's, it's, yo, it's the dumbest thing ever. And like I said, Southgate better walk wider Britain here. Junior, it took a long time to get this, 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 all this, this dead yard vibes out. I mean, this is not nine night Bridget. Your team lost this all drawn out presentation. Quick question. Um, Sean White brought this up earlier. The fact that Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford came on late in the game. They were put on what minute 119th minute of the game and eventually were the ones who took the who, who missed the penalty in addition to Saka. Did that play a role in your opinion in, in the fact that they didn't come on early, as as he mentioned? I I think that was karma. Cause anybody, you you me can get up right now and, and walk, go a Wembley, and go take a penalty and have just as much of a chance of scoring as them professional Monday. Because penalty, once you take a good strike, is a 50-50 chance of the goal going to score. But the run of the, the flow of the game, the run of the game, and the football gods came up and said, no, we're not bailing you out, Southgate. How you have these talented men that sit up on the bench? What about, come on, 118, 19 minutes for? A penalty kick at them? 
Yeah, that that didn't make any sense to me. I, I, I don't know if you forgot that he have a bench and a very, very good bench at that. So that didn't make any sense to me. Um, The repercussion, we don't know the fallout from this. There's a lot of racism in, in football. The three, sadly, the three black players missed their penalty. Do you expect some drama from this and some fallout from this from the idiots in England? Yeah, but but that is, that is to be expected. Yeah. And, regard, and, and racist, it's sad, you know, right? Sad, sad, sad part of this world. The racist shows aside, we're at a point now where, where it is expected. Why why should we be shocked or appalled by yeah. this enemy? Well, I, I put it this way. I will be shocked if and if if a racist brother just come out and say, look, it, these guys are no good. It don't make it, we're not going to waste our racist troll trolling <laughs> on these players. I'll be shocked if them come out and do that. But it is it should be expected for the trolls to come out and we should treat it as such. Like, okay, we oh, it took you guys that long. Oh my god, that is so original. Yeah, monkey shoot and monkey miss. Okay, whatever. That's how I think that's how we should treat the racist. Yeah, Remove yeah. the oxygen from the fire. Yeah. And you quench the fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tough, tough, tough loss. Tough loss to the, to, to to these players. I mean, both teams left it on left it on the field. Um, you know, they were, in my opinion, the better teams of the tournament. So they made it. And and as as the Bridget saying, penalty shootout. You can never know. It's a tough ass for young Bakri Saka, a young kid who's put on such a big stage to try to convert one of those penalties. Um, it, it's, 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 I always feel sorry for some of these players when they miss penalties with the light, with so many eyes on them, a very, very big moments. Those are, it's more about those who can hold their nerves in such very tricky situations. So, I, you know, I've been done, I'm gonna put it up again, you know, all of my Brixton people, all the family, they are Brick England, you know, I know, I know we're not feeling so subolious right now, but. Well, just I'll go on all the faith, you know, and just a something. <laughs> Where does this Italian team go from here, Junior? Do you expect them, of course, to make it to the World Cup and then um, do some noise? This is too early. No, they, they, they need a striker and they need a right side. They are too left-sided. They, again, I say that was their Achilles heel. They are too left-side dominant. I don't think... I don't think France getting it together. I don't think they can beat a French team getting it together. I don't think they can beat an England team with a sensible coach. <laughs> they, they need balance. They need balance. Yeah, so you you have people like Kiesa who is a baller, right? I mean, P Kiesa is a baller. I mean, we, we know that Locatelli looks good. Um, and Singer also looks good. I mean, but... Your your thoughts on um, someone like Kiesa and his upside for for the future? I, again, I, you see the beauty about it is the World Cup is so close, right? Yes. Italy is not going to change that much. I don't think any of these teams are going to change that much going into the World Cup. Um, can they make nice in the near future? Of course. They are the, they are the best team in Europe. And we'll we soon talk about Copa America. And I don't think any side in Copa America, Italy, going to be afraid of, to, to be honest and, and to be fair. So I expect them to make some nice. I expect Kiesa and company to, to continue to mature. 
Um, I expect Georgina to have a good tournament, assuming that he can be on be on the heels of a good um club season or a good half of a club season. So I don't know. I don't know. I I I I think Italy can make some noise. I think they are going to mature. I think they are young. I think they are a striker away. I think Immobile, yeah. But if not, he is not the 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 um the prolific Italian striker that we are all used to. He's not. He's not. He's not the Del Piero's of the world. He's not. He's not the uh, Christian Vieri. He's not. He's not. He's, he's not, not he's even. Enzaghi, you know, people Enzaghi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, you see, once them get that striker yeah. that they are going to find, yeah, they're going to be poisonous. But Bonucci and Cellini, Cellini especially, a year later, me, I don't know. I don't know. That defense might be too old. Yeah. Um, and it's a good thing you brought the, this up, Junior. And I, I want to get your thoughts on the tournament before we move on and, and highs and lows from the tournament, your overall tournament assessment. But you brought up Bonucci and Kellini. All foot Bonucci and Kellini. I mean, you have to admire how these guys, as, at, at their age, are still able to demonstrate to young defenders that are coming up. This is the way you play a defense. I'm a, there's a play um, when Saka uh, was about to go around Kilini as Kilini misjudged the ball. But the fundamental rule of defense is what? If the ball go past, the man don't go past. And Kilini dragged him down. So, you know, some people said it was harsh or whatever. He dragged him. But veterans, guys who are shrewd in, in defensive and, and Bonucci scored. Speak to the experience and how, how important those two, two men were for Italy. In, in securing this title, Sean, I know Sean will 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 attest to this as well. I'm, you too. Enough of the man, people that are listening right now will attest to this. Con there's something about countries and playing football and having an identity, right? When you look at when you look at Italy, you always know Italy is going to be very strong defensively. You always know every Italian side is always built on having a strong defensive identity, right? And when you are a defender coming up in Italy, it almost feel like it's a rite of passage for you to get that blue shirt, that a Maldini going to be proud. You're going to make a Alessandro Nesta proud. You're going to make a Cannavaro proud for say, yo, you wear the shirt. And I think Banucci and Cellini, they, they fit that mold of just being sensible defenders and i i think i really think it has to go with the with with the with the with the with the country's heritage in the sport we're in italy the man them take pride in learning how to play defense the man them take pride in learning how to execute and that, and that to me is the only thing that i can use to say that explains why Cellini and, and bonucci seem to can fight against old man time because they are so experienced. They are like you said, um, the ball will go around them and them know the man now go the man now beat me. And there are there are times to where them pick, pick and choose, like Chilean it, picked and choose, but then we're gonna beat up Hurricane. And I said it yesterday in the Copa, in the Copa show, the post-game show. I said, I expect them to beat up Hurricane. Anytime Hurricane run to the midfield, if one of them man they're running with him. Them are going to club a clout him. And they did. So 
is simple stuff like that where met myself i think it's more than just the player i think this is an identity the country have yeah so junior final thoughts from the euros what's the big takeaway for you guys play for you players that stood out young and upcoming player we saw in cope we'll get to copa in a minute in copa america in a minute um is it the end for a player like a cr7 i think we saw we can conclude it might be the end for a player like Messi in Copa America, but big takeaway from the tournament. For me, for me, Denmark's reaction, that, that, that just stick, stick out to me. Um, Denmark's reaction to, to Ericsson going down and, and how that kind of lifted the team and lifted, lifted the hearts of, the, of, the, of a country. That definitely stood out to me. Um, countries with coaches that have that have, have have been in long tenures another thing that stood out to me is that those teams that have coaches that have been around for multiple cycles they seem to fall short and i'm and i'm pointing fingers at france and i'm pointing fingers at germany uh -huh, uh -huh. i think the coaches voices got a little bit stale in the players ears uh -huh. i think that hurt them um so that for sure. Um, and after that, Italy and England, the two most pragmatic sides, the two most deliberate teams made it to the finals. Okay. Shows that football is still a pragmatic sport. You have teams like Belgium where everybody jump up every year. Number one team. Soft-swap <laughs> team. Soft-swap team, Junior. If you don't have any aura of, of pragmatism to you, if you don't, if you don't have any aura of, of deliberacy in, in your in a style of football, you couldn't bring 50 Thierry Henry of him on the bench. It not gonna work because Thierry Henry, even though we, 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 we know he's one of the greatest strikers, his teams, his successful teams, the Arsenal fans, them and the, the traditional French fans, know them not winning without. Uh, um, a Gilberto Silva, them not winning without a Patrick Vieira coming from an Arsenal perspective and also from a French perspective. You're not winning without a Vieira, without a Deschamps, without a Desai. So we can we can talk about the, the, the cream of, of the team and talk about how the icing on the cake is so pretty. But a team is not good if you don't have good foundation on any side that have a great foundation, have a chance to win in any tournament. Yeah, yeah. The, the two teams that are more practical, uh, pragmatic, England and, and Italy, they were very good defensively in this tournament. You know, England kept, what, five or so clean sheets in the tournament, so they made it to the final. And as we all know, in tournament football, it's not scoring a bag of goals and, and et cetera. You have to be solid defensively. And, and I thought uh, both of the teams that were solid defensively made it to the final. Um, Junior, before we put a bow on the Euro, 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 Euro um, Championship, you spoke about um, uh, coaches getting stale. Um, Hans Flick is, will take over for Germany in a few. Didier Deschamps will continue in his role in, in for France. There's been discussion that Zidane, or, or, or reports that Zidane may be interested in the job. Um, Garrett Southgate will continue in his role. Um, ex we're expecting the FA to extend his contract. Do you uh, agree with that move if the FA decide to? Yeah, no. <laughs> All right. 
but, 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 but Junior, to be fair, Garrett Southgate has done something that Fabio Capello didn't do. Um, Sam Von Eriksen didn't do. Um, I can go through a laundry list of high-name, high-profile English coaches, and they didn't do what Garrett Southgate has done. Yes, they all end up trophyless. All right, granted, they all end up trophyless, but he is taking them a step further in this quest to win a trophy since 1966. Further than further than anyone has taken them since in recent memory. Listen, I think this is more of a testament to the English Premier League um, getting better as a league. Okay, and okay. Footballers that can play football on the world stage. Okay, I okay. think that is more a testament. If you give Sven Gore Eriksson this English side, yeah, Italy five love to them. I guarantee it. Okay. If so this English side, a tree love, easy, 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 easy. Yeah. Easy. So no. you think England's no. success is in spite of Southgate? In spite of Southgate. But if I bring back the seven guard, man, seven. <laughs> all, right, all right, Junior, let's get you some of the comments. Um, Football family have a lot to say as we put a bow on the a European Championship and move on to some other news in the world of football. Belgium coach as well as a Belgium coach as well as coaches poor, as in Roberto Martinez. Belgium, we expected a lot from Belgium. Some of us did. You spoke about them earlier. Um, but yes, it's another soft soap side. Uh, big up Prime Minister. Prime Minister says Italians control the pace of the game, went through the gears together. Um, and, you know, Prime Minister also says Chiellini held a clinic at Wembley today. All the kids who looking, go ahead, Junior. Other comments that you want to highlight? Um, uh, Jeremy leaves a real talk, Junior. If Ericsson didn't go down, then Mark would have been out earlier. Sean White said, You are correct. Defense is their identity, and they use experience more than energy to play their tournament. Hence, the reason why I chose them to win. I saw their identity. You see all them kind of coming there when we just mix with salt. <laughs> I hear for a shot for the next six months saying they pick Italian. You know the, other, the, other, the other stuff would have been accurate because if, if you had won, if England had won this tournament, we would have heard from you for the next year about yeah. the Queen. I'm tired of the Queen emojis that you kept sending us. I'm tired of them. I am tired of them. Uh, big up Dan Frasa. Dan Frasa says football is going to Rome, are going to Rome. Um, and yeah, but the English fans, Brechin, they go easy. It's like big up yourself. Um, but but Junior, all in all, it was a good tournament. Shamai Sweeney says Immobile is not a pure nine. He can't link play, as you can't connect the play. Um, and he also says that uh, England have little boy mentality. Mentality obviously had the Italians on earth unsettled with the formation of the back five and still made incorrect substitutions. Um, so Shimon Sweeney is saying that they have little boy mentality. Junior, you're supporting a little boy mentality side. <laughs> All right, let's stay away from the Euros. But overall, it was a good tournament. It was entertaining. There was a lot of issues um, uh, that could have gone wrong. But overall... You know, it was a good tournament from Hungary, from Germany, Hungary pushing Germany to the limits, from Germany 
um, era coming to an era an end for the Tony Cruz of the world who was subsequently retired from international football. And I'm waiting to see if Leroy Sané is going to hit his high notes because he definitely did, didn't, didn't do this in this tournament. So overall, it was a good tournament. Looking to see. Uh, Junior, I want to get your thoughts on Renato Sanchez of Portugal. Uh, you know, I thought he was, it was very good in this tournament when he got on the pitch. He was long rumored to, to take the next step or long rumored to be one of those special players or long thought of to be one of those special players, the next generation of special players. He was at Bayern Munich. He was at Swansea for a bit. Um, do you expect Renato Sanchez with this tournament to take the next step in, in, in his growth? Because the, the window is kind of closing. Renato Sanchez will get an opportunity to yeah. make the next step. Okay. Will he be able to take the next step? I don't think so. And this is one of the issues with um, international football. The teams you're playing against is not equivalent to the teams that you're going to be playing against week in, week out in, 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 um, in the big six leagues where you have teams out there that have hired guns all-star teams they're going out against. So that, that, that's one of the knocks against international football is that we get to see the potential that a player has. But how does that translate? If, he, if Renato Sanchez was to um, take Liverpool for argument's sake, Liverpool should want to move on from Henderson. Yeah, if yeah. We put Renato Sanchez in Liverpool. Does Renato Sanchez look the way he does for Portugal? I'm going to tell you right now, no. Because if he, if he couldn't do it at Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich, the best side in Germany, and then they had to loan him to Swansea, that red flag will always be up for him for a very long time until he prove it. So that's why I said he's going to get an opportunity to make the next step. He, he, he looks shiny. In the tournament, but when him get that chance, can he take it? I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a clear cut example. Yeah, Fred looked like a true central defensive midfielder in the whole Copa tournament. Is Fred one of the best world central defensive midfielders? Hell no! All right, so all the backside are gonna ask about Renato Sanchez. Will it look just like Fred? I play for Brazil. No, actually, don't insult Renato Sanchez. But nice segue, Junior, to Copa America. Lionel Messi finally got a championship at the senior level. Uh, by the way, before we step to Copa America, any final comments uh, from the fans on Euro 2020? That... Andre Crawford saying, pick for the man for England. <sighs> I, I mean, I, I think he did well. He did quite well. I mean, there's been a lot of questions about, you know, boneheaded errors that he would make in-game sometimes at Everton. But I, I think he did well. I think he did well. I, Junior, Every, you, you don't think he did well? I close it by saying this. Pickford is a man that can make a beautiful save and give up a dumb goal in the next play. Yes, yes. He, he, he's definitely... He's got to um, reduce those errors. He definitely has to reduce those errors. All right, Junior, let's get to Copa America final. So it's official. I mean, Italy, just to, to surmise, Italy is champions of Europe. So the champions of South America now are the um, Argentinians. Uh, Junior, we did a show on this last night, but we want to hear what the football fans that didn't join us. If you, if you want to check out that show, you just check it out on YouTube. Uh, Junior, the Copa America final, Argentina won, as we all know by now. But your overall thoughts, now that you have a 
chance to sleep on it as a Brazilian fan. You see, yesterday I felt so good for, for Messi and I felt good. I came out of the show and said, I'm happy for Messi and blah, blah, blah. But you see, my body just start run cold again. <laughs> right now, my body just start run cold. When me think about Everton and Richardson, them more them more about 20 slap, man. Them more about five bucks for each side of them face, especially Richardson. Yo, let me tell you something. You see the canary yellow shirt of Brazil? As a, as a, as a Brazilian that is trapped in a Jamaican citizen's body, I will write a, a petition saying the iconic Brazilian shirt should not be worn until the team is ready to wear it. Because we just, yo, tell your role I'm grave, I'm not dead yet, man. Because that cannot be, that cannot be my Brazil I see play yesterday. The man that make Argentina look like, what do you mean, Passarella? A Passarella? Daniel Passarella. <laughs> like a Passarella Argent. The man that make Ottomende look like the man that make Ottomende look like say all they need for try sign Ottomende. That's a whole that is how that's how that's how I feel today is the man that make Argentina look like them better than they really are, man. Yeah. And I blame Everton and I blame Richardson. Everybody has played well. And teacher, I, I don't know why teacher, however I'm one him. Oh, you have the side and don't start a true number nine. Who you had as your central striker? We know Otamendi is a walking penalty. Oh, you don't have somebody that's in that box just waiting to get the foul. Yo, you have a blood pressure go up, man. Yeah, yeah. 28 years since Argentina's last championship major trophy. The last major trophy was a Copa um, championship in 1993. Um, but... Overall, Rodrigo de Paul was exceptional. Dia Maria's goal was exceptional. Um, it was a choppy final, a lot of diving, a lot of um, fouls, but it, it wasn't a classic match. I mean, and, and, and of course, the news is all about Lionel Messi and, and the fact that he has finally won an uh, international trophy for Argent, or with Argentina So at the, men, at the senior level. So um, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yo, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. When Messi, I do I don't even want I don't even a turf monster. I don't know what the hell the trip Messi upon that chance so him get. But when Messi got the ball at the half at the half center circle and had the breakaway and then crossed the ball and got the ball again and was one on one with Emerson and him slip and trip. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was the moment when I knew football is about to turn a new leaf. For one, Cristiano Ronaldo has no interest anymore of collecting the ball at the half line and making a darting run. Messi cannot do it anymore. If yeah, that was he, yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah, 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 years ago, Brazil dead man. Messi has scored that. Messi, Messi have MSI eat grass and, and Edison. I eat grass and do all kind of things. Yeah, yeah. It never happened yesterday, and it's a sad. It's a sad sight to know that. The two, be, um, talk, let's keep Messi alone. It's a sad sight to know that the greatest midfielder of my, not my generation, but the greatest midfielder of today's footballer's generation. Let me put it that way. 
the the the, the 23 24 year old footballers them when they say i looked up to messi that version of messi they look up to does not exist anymore yeah he's i mean he's definitely on the other side of the hill um like you said that goal that he missed at the end you know rolled back the clock a few years ago he would have scored that goal um but the fact that he you know threw it away a lot of respect shown between Neymar and Messi. Neymar was choked up at the end, crying. Um, is it just the passing of the baton now, um, um, Junior, to Neymar? I mean, I, 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 I think Neymar seems to be showing well, uh, some level of well, maturity. You're a Messi fan, and, and it's like you're trying you try to pass on the, the, the saltless to, to the general. You know? Because if we even hear the commentator saying, oh, you know... Neymar is just like Messi. He has never been on the field when Brazil win a major. What kind of button? We don't want that the button my you because I'm not, I'm not looking at Brazil not winning anything, any special tournament for the next 15 years. No. But, but all right. But Junior, Brazil goes as Neymar goes for the next three to five years, probably. And that, and that is the problem with Brazil. And because I think, a, a, I, I think Argent, that, that was the problem with Argentina. Argentina got stagnant. And um, and um, Messi, Argentina aged as Messi aged. You don't normally see that for an international side. You normally see them phase out a player a lot quicker in an international team than um than than in a club team. The question is, who does Messi pass the button down to? Because Di Maria is not that far away from from being old. Him just somehow. Seem to still have nitrous oxide around through fame veins when he can run so fast. But we, if you take out Di Maria and take out Messi, who is the next ball of it? Who, who would you give the number 10 to for Argentina right now? If I, Messi put up on something now, who will get the number 10? I, I guess ultimately Paulo Dybala will get back into the picture and he will probably get the number 10 if Messi phases out. Um, the idea though is that with a Messi moving on, Ultimately, there is a need to probably play a more collective, a team football rather than relying on just a couple of individuals. So maybe Scaloni um, and Argentina will look to look to, look to do something like that going forward. Yeah. So here is the Jeremy Levy said Copa America was garbage. That was a rugby match. Left back was sleeping. That was an easy clearance. Sean White said, "I'm a die-hearted Brazilian Jamaican. However, I wanted Messi to win last night." If it was World Cup, no. Hell no. Um, Jeremy said that was a diving match. Prime Minister said, how junior I put Pele in the grave already? Listen to me, Pele. I beg you, Pele. Don't jump out for about at least a year. I'm saying I'll be killing a brother. Don't jump out. <laughs> Big All up right? to the king. Big up to the king. And, the... and on Flow Sports, Junior. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm still getting Flow Sports. Um, Jeremy also said, Brazil don't have a number nine. Di Maria goal. That's what Jeremy Levis said. I honestly thought Brazil team wanted Messi to win his first major trophy. That was Sean White saying Jeremy Levis was a joke. Dan Frasa said it's time for Messi to go to MLS. Shemai Sweeney said Brazil outplayed themselves. Dan Frasa said Latour Mart Martinez. I guess Latour Martinez will get a number 10. I don't know. Latour Martinez is more number 7 to me. He's more Canadian to me than a number 10. Shabai Sweeney said, number 10, I feel hung up in the locker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably I feel hung up. It's probably I feel park. I mean, the number 10 in South American football. It's not like in England where Raheem Sterling and Rashford wear number 10. That's, 
This is a special. This is a special, special take. So congrats to Messi and, and big up to Brazil for definitely allowing Messi to get finally the monkey off his back and win it. Um yeah. Jeremy Levy said, Junior, you don't you don't believe the left back caused the goal. Yeah, he caused he, he was a little bit too overconfident with his right touch. And uh, when I look at the ball and miss the clearance, that to me is 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 a I saw a left back that is way too confident in his touch. Can you want to touch the ball out of Thiago Silva? I missed time. I missed time it. But it's a good goal by by De Maria. But, but uh, yeah. I Brazil, give Messi. Listen, me. That's why. That's why the Maracana. This is supposed to be. I don't even want to say our Wembley. Because Wembley, yes, Wembley it's, a space, it's a sacred ground, sacred site, sacred Hallad ground. Yes, it's a sacred ground. Don't tell me about them come cross and come win for your hallowed ground. Yes, which, it's a sacred you know, ground. Yo, it, the, the ghost of Maracana is supposed to want box every Brazilian baller. When them see a number 10 blue and white striped shirt, sit down and in the middle of the field, I take, I take video with him. You're supposed to have ball in the Maracana if you don't play for art for Brazil. That, no, I'm mean, not believe that. But I, but I also think that as a back to that, the comments pertaining to the goal, um, Laudi, the left back, definitely made a mistake. There were a couple errors to go around. Laudi definitely shouldn't have allowed Dia Maria that space to roam. But also the pass from De Paul. I mean, it was a beautiful pass. But no one actually pressured him. No one actually tried to shut off the pass. I think fundamentals of football is that you can't just make a man just do what he wants to do. You know, Johan Cruyff said, um, anyone can be a genius when you give them time and space to do whatever they want. But the real ballers is when you pressure them. And I thought that Brazil failed in pressuring um, Rodrigo Paul, uh, Rodrigo de Paul last night on that on that pass. Um, and then secondly, and then also just as equally as important, I thought T-shirt, uh, the coach of Brazil, went with Thiago Silva. And Thiago Silva is a bit old in a budget. He's a bit old. So that space that Dio Maria exploited, a younger, um, a more mobile defender, would have been able to come across and, and provide better cover for Lodi. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't think so? It is right at the foot at the left back. Even look at look at Casemiro's um reaction. He, he, the camera caught it perfectly. He said Casemiro they should have never allowed the pass. That's fine. But Casemiro stood up and looked like this. Well, stood up. I, see Casemiro looking at looking at the camera like yo. I would just see a while ago. Because as a as a as a top business host midfielder like myself, I can tell you right now that if I know it's four against one, and I know the only pass you have is try to make an impossible pass to Di Maria, I don't necessarily have to kill out myself or close it on because that's supposed to be the easiest of easiest of control. To me, I think Casemiro and company was just waiting to get the ball back for start their new the new attack. So even Casemiro shocked my throat and said, so like, I say, yo, how the ball is just pass your brother? Everybody, I look, and I'm telling you right now, you couldn't have Cannavaro, you couldn't have Ju um, um, Aldair, you couldn't have, you couldn't have Kafua play right back. Nobody is recovering once, once the left back never met the, met, um, control the pass. Nobody. 
No defender in the world. Vir Virgil could not make up that mistake. Yeah, but Junior, when you have all foot defender right there playing beside the man who does who can't move, it makes the job a lot more complicated, a lot more difficult. But I get what you're saying, family. All right, let's step away from the Copa America. Just final final thoughts. I mean, overall, it was a choppy tournament. But I, I said this last night that I thought it's kind of the end of an era. I don't expect Messi to necessarily play in another uh, Copa America. Maybe the same thing for Dia Maria. Same thing for this um, fantastic Chilean side with uh, Vargas and your gangster bridging um, Arturo Vidal. So it's kind of the end of an era of 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 some some very special players that we have seen for the last five to ten years that really really entertain us. So that that is my big takeaway from this Copa America and the fact that Lionel Messi and Argentina finally won something in twenty eight years. Uh, Julia, step into Gold Cup action, Gold Cup action, and quickly discuss some football in our backyard. Uh, Junior, Mexico played uh, Trinidad and Tobago in the opening game of CONCACAF Gold Cup last night. We'll get to Jamaica versus Suriname in a minute. Um, it ended 0-0. Coach of Trinidad and Tobago, Angus Eve, thought that they should have gotten the win because of this chant, this P chant that, you know, CONCACAF has put in protocol that, that, that says that if the chant continues after two or three times in a game, then they can be an abandonment and awarding of the points to the, the opponents. Um, chant by the Mexican fans, that is. Uh, Junior, your thoughts on the overall game? It was a total different Trinidad and Tobago team that got eliminated from, from World Cup qualifiers. Your thoughts? Listen, we, we are ranked, and, and I don't know if we're still ranked right now, but we got, we got notified that we are the number one football show in Trinidad, right? Yes. So, what I'm about to say, I might risk losing that number one status right now. But my Trinidad people, I got five letters for you. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. <laughs> relax. Why are you telling Trinidad people relax? And and uh, don't eat more pepper than me, so on uh, can't cost me more than me can cost you. And I have another, another five letters for me. L-U-C-K-Y. Uno lucky. Mexico could have given about 15. No, I actually I actually disagree. I thought coach, uh, goalkeeper Marvin Flip was exceptional. By the way, big up to um, best of quick recovery to Chucky Lozano, um, Irvino Lozano of uh, uh, Mexican National who picked up a knock and is in the hospital. He'll be out for four to six weeks after he crashed into uh, Marvin Phillips' leg. Uh, Junior, as you were saying, though, yeah, it, 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 to me, it was a perfect storm. We are Mexico's first game in a tournament. And you have to remember, you know, Tata is a professional coach, right? So Tata, I think his professionalism killed him because they have no idea what Trinidad is going to bring. But the, the, and this, this is actually a racist, or a, um, it's, a, it's either racist or a prejudice comment. But anytime anybody play against a team from the Caribbean, they only describe them as one way. Fast and physical. And Mexico approach a game like they're playing against a fast and physical side. And Trinidad goalkeeper just had one of those games. He had one of those hands on him heads kind of game. 
where you'll ne you'll never see that game again from, yeah. from him. Yeah, I you know I was expecting a beating. I, I was praying for my, my Soka Warriors, Bridget. Big up the family watching down in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, Angus Eve and Trinidad and Tobago, they have something to build on here. As they get, we'll look at the different groups in Concacaf Gold Cup in a second. But quickly, Junior, is Mexico in a spot of bother here? Are you concerned all about Mexico? And wait, wait, hear me out, hear me out. So Mexico lost the um the 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 the, the what's that? Look at idiot league, the Nations League final against the U.S. and they they tied with Trinidad and Tobago. It's Tata Martinez tactics. Of course, they're missing Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez from Wolves, who's out um, for a while. Are you concerned about Mexico at all? Are, no, you don't I, even want to be concerned about Mexico. All right, put it this way. Let's see what the next game is, because now the real Mexico should show up in the second game, right? Yeah. Struggling in the second game, then we can say, I wouldn't play against um, El Salvador, Guatemala next. I, we will get to the schedule in a bit. Um, I, we can pull it up in a second, but I, I don't remember off the top of my head. But, well, but, they, what, but, that, but after the beaten, after beaten, losing the Nations League final to the U.S., after the loss to the Nations League final to the U.S., one would expect Tata Martinez, Mexico, to roll out into Big Bag, uh, Texas, with uh, thousands of their fans chanting and beat the bricks off TNT, especially the fact that TNT just just got eliminated by the Spice Boys or the Sugar Boys in a CONCACAF Gold Cup, um, CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, especially that TNT got seven from USA earlier on this year in, in friendly games. Mexico should have beat the bricks off them, I would expect. Mexico traditionally struggle against fast and physical sides. It, it is, that is their Achilles heel. They cannot play that well. Why do you think Jamaica always get good results? I know I'm a Jamaica people kill me now about it, but why do you think Jamaica always get good results against Mexico and, and struggle to beat America? And what good results, Junior? <laughs> when, them, when, when them draw, you, you forget win the first game. When them go, them go, them go uh, Azteca and draw 0-0. Zero, zero. So is what? A draw is a good result now? Is, isn't this a good result for Trinidad? Yeah, it's a good result for Trinidad, but I'm not talking about Jamaica. Listen to me, you're not, I don't already for take the hate meal about Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so impressive by Trinidad and Tobago. Um, other Gold Cup news that came out. Um, Haiti actually had um, some positive cases. And, and one of the outliers here is that how will the actual pandemic will affect this tournament? Because Haiti actually have five of its delegation that tested positive. Haiti will play the U.S. later on tonight. And so Haiti actually ha will have enough players for tonight's game against um, Team USA. Curacao actually withdrew from the tournament because um, a majority of their players tested positive for um for the uh, for COVID-19 and subsequently Guatemala who was eliminated in the preliminary round is back in the tournament after Curacao had to withdraw. Um Junior, do you expect this pandemic and positive test to impact as as it already is this tournament? Um I think there's going to be a spike and that might be the spike that we're going through right now. But once the people, once the players are on the mainland, I don't expect the virus to spread. 
Okay. Because they are seemingly getting some control of it in the United States. So it's one of those things where if you are not in the environment where you are exposed to the virus as much as you were before, if you don't have it now, you're not going to get it then, right? Okay, so, well, I don't know if it's right. Let's see, let's see. But CONCACAF statement says Haiti's delegation COVID-19 testing. Five players and, and staff tested positive. They will have enough players for tonight's game against USA as Haiti will play USA. Other news in CONCACAF Gold Cup um, action. Big news, actually, Junior. Alfonso Davis will miss it, the, the competition through injury. What sort of impact will this be for Canada? Well, right now, right now, they're beat up Martinique three-one. So they don't uh, need him. <laughs> so far, so good. No, but yeah, in, in the more challenging games, you're going to miss him. But Alfonso Davis is just a left back, right? Well, um, for Canada, he plays a little bit more than a left back role. He gets his he gets his freedom to roam. The entire left side is his. He can go forward. He can come back. He can go in the midfield. He gets a freedom to roam and, and be able to, to be able to um, beat the opponents, um, defenders off the dribble and create for Canada. He still starts from the left back, right? They might even pencil him in a midfield, Junior. Left side of the midfield. On the left side of the field, right? Okay, Junior. Yes, Bridget. Yes, it's going to be a big miss, but um, I, I'm not going to go out and say he'll be the reason why Canada can't win the Gold Cup. I'm sorry. No, he's he's definitely their best player. Okay. And you don't want to lose your best player. But um, there's something to be said about you being the best player and only playing from one side of the field. All it means is that teams now can be more balanced in their approach to defending you and attacking you, right? Yes, 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 yes. But I don't think it's going to make a difference to their chances of winning the World Cup. They can't win the World Cup. Yeah, well... I'm not going to go out and so they can't win. The ball round, Bridget. The ball is round. Uh, but big, big tournament for Jonathan, David, and, and company because now they have to try to find to, to fill that void of, of missing um, Alfonso Davis. All right, um, Junior, let's take a look at... Go to the comments. Gunner Boy TV is saying Canada is nothing special. Shamai is saying that Alfonso gets the freedom to move just like Alaba for Astra. And and I, I won't lie to you, I was thinking about Alaba when I was saying that he's just on the left side of the field. Because how do, think about it. When you say Austria playing, Alaba is noticeable. Alaba is 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 a face that we all know, but is he really driving? The game for Austria. It depends on the opponent. You know, in, in, in the Euros, they did put him in the middle of the defense and he was nullified, but then they moved him out to the left side in the game and he instantly um, created a few attack, um, uh, assists for them. So it just depends on the opponent. Um, yeah, Junior, looking at the schedule as we continue our CONCACAF Gold Cup discussion and discuss football in our own backyard, uh, games that are on tap for tonight, Canada playing Martinique, um, Junior, what's the score, Bridget? 3 1. Boxside 3 1. Martinique leading. Unstop your foolishness, man. <laughs> Coming up at 8 30 p.m., Haiti versus USA. Haiti will be, will be without uh, four players because of COVID positive. And later on, El Salvador will play Guatemala. And I think this is Guatemala's under 23 team. The, uh, the Guatemala on, um, national team was eliminated from the tournament. 
and but because of um curacao's uh positive covid test uh curacao end up, end up withdrawing and so guatemala has to be in a late addition um tomorrow's matches will jamaica play suriname and costa rica first versus guadalupe uh we'll get to the group stage in a second and we'll get to jamaica uh, discussion in a second as we ra- as we push out to the home stretch of the show um junior haiti versus usa quickly haiti the the big bad team usa rolls out uh you know a lot of the so-called big name brand name players won't be on display tonight but you know greg berhalter and usa are still expected to do well in this tournament even with the air code second string team yo haiti haiti man i'm gonna link trinidad man i'm gonna say brother why why couldn't just make one goal score because Berhalter is going to have all of his players' attention. I can cite, hey, do you see what um, Trinidad just did with Mexico? Do not take Haiti lightly. This might be four or five. It might be four or five. Haiti versus USA, 8.30 p.m. And these games are shown on Fox Sports 1 and Fox Sports South here in the U.S. Check your local listening. Listening. Um, let's take a look at the group before we get to Reggae Boys' discussion. Um, Junior, Group A and A, Mexico, Trinidad. Of course, El Salvador, Guatemala, top two will go through. Group B, Canada, Haiti, Martinique, and the U.S. Um, predictions on Group A and B, Junior. I mean, Mexico, of course, is a favorite. Can Trinidad sneak in to get in there ahead of El Salvador and Guatemala? Knowing that Guatemala is an under-23 team. Yeah, they can. They can. Angus, Eve, and company, they, they, they have the failed um, World Cup bid, our World Cup qualification campaign, that they are, they are trying to build momentum for the next six years. Because that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, because this done. This affairs are done. But this is the El Salvador team that's actually in the final round of CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. So we have to watch out for them because they've done quite well. In, you know, they beat the brakes off the, the Sugar Boys uh, to make it to the next round of CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. So it's a toss-up for that second spot between Trinidad and El Salvador. Um, yep. In Group B, Canada, Haiti, and Martinique, and the U.S. Um, of course, Martinique is the beating stick, the sacrificial lamb in that group. But, but, but let's not oversight that trinidad has played their hardest game of the tournament already this is true this but is true has not played the hardest game of the, of the tournament so trinidad has it all to play for all they have to do is beat guatemala as expected and get a draw against el salvador and you're good yeah that's yeah this is true they've played it it's 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 probably maybe an easier road for them because they've gotten the toughest opponent out of the way El Salvador and Guatemala still have to play Mexico. Um, taking a look at Group B, B uh, Canada, Haiti, Martinique, and the U.S. Martinique is the beating stick, as we expect. They're currently losing to Canada. Top two go through. Can Haiti sneak in here? Yeah, Haiti can sneak in, but them we have to, them we have to, they have to have a better, hardest game in the tournament than Canada. And Haiti's hardest game, obviously, against the United States. They need a better result than Canada to say, all right, 
make that Canada versus Haiti game before all the marbles. Before all the marbles. Um, Canada versus Haiti plays tonight. I'm taking over, looking, stepping over to Group C and D. Group C, Costa Rica, Guadeloupe, Jamaica, and Suriname. Um, Costa Rica and Jamaica, of course, are in the final round of CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers for 2022. So they are the standard bearer in this group. Um, Guadeloupe got in this group after beating Guatemala on PK's 11-10 in a very, very entertaining match in the middle of the week. Um, Suriname did well in the, in the first round of World Cup qualifiers. They pushed uh, Canada. They were in the group with Canada. They pushed Canada to, the, to, the, um, to really uh, tough test in that group. I, I was surprised by Suriname what they did um in, in that group with canada but eventually canada beat the brakes off them in that final matchup but they were able to go perfect in that group except the loss to canada your thoughts on group c junior it's just jamaica versus costa rica so top two they're top two and um i must um, let me get rid of the suspense from now i expect jamaica to play as long and until they play america and mexico and if you want to play a long in a tournament, finish first in the zone. Finish first through the zone so you can get an easier matchup in the next round. We'll discuss Jamaica versus Suriname tomorrow's game coming up at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time in a, in a few minutes. Um, Suriname, Guata, did you see anything with Guadeloupe in that game against Guatemala that said that you know, they could be a potential dangerous team in this group? Um, they have a big-name coach. And 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 they the coach spoke at the presser says he's looking to keep Guadeloupe as far in this tournament as possible. If I if if I listen, the beauty everybody love this about ball chat. Let me tell you something about ball chat. We speak from our hearts. We don't try to speak, forget ratings and get views and them something there. So let me not be that guy. If we are going to sit here and think Guadeloupe is going to trouble Jamaica and Costa Rica in a football game, and they expect me to come back the next two weeks, three weeks, and talk about Jamaica as going to the World Cup, that will you'll never hear that from me personally. So Guadeloupe not supposed to give Jamaica any stress. Suriname not supposed to give Jamaica any stress. It's Costa Rica versus Jamaica. I don't. You could have, you could have dig up. I don't know who you want to dig up and say, but come coach Guadalupe. Who you want to dig up? Call a big coach name. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> Arriga Saki or whoever, you know, um, Pep Guardiola, whoever, yeah. The big coach. Arriga Saki cannot coach Guadalupe for beat Jamaica because your 11 is just not better than my 11. So you should not lose that game. So we shouldn't be talking about Guadalupe as a threat. The, the only threat them can, can, they can offer is you play a half in a more intense setting than you thought. You, you come into this game wanting to work on some things, get you ready for the next round, and Guadalupe catch you by surprise and throw you for a loop for like 15 minutes. That that is supposed that, that's how I was supposed to talk about. But I don't know, go on with the foolishness, yeah, man. All right, and, and uh, Junior, get let's get to some comments. Um, as um in Group D, Grenada versus Honduras, Panama, and the visiting team Qatar, host of the next World Cup, um, will be in the group. 
You see the African side of the name Qatar? No, the... <laughs> you see that African side? I didn't want to see all Mexico in a man. Because I think Qatar, I think Qatar can actually win the Gold Cup. Let me just, let me just come out and say it right now. I think Qatar can win the Gold Cup. I remember I said it. That African, where's Qatar in the world? <laughs> that African side in Asia. Well, go on. That is supposed to be an Asian team. What <laughs> a big African player for the side. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Any side will host the World Cup. If a team is hosting the World Cup and is a year out for the tournament, I tell you right now, stay far from that side. That kind of side that will kick out your belly. Yeah, we see, we see Qatar later on this week as they play Panama. So who you got coming out of this group, Junior? Grenada, Honduras, and Panama and Qatar. It's between Honduras and Panama. But it's Honduras and Panama has two whole sides. Um, I don't know. But after Qatar, if Qatar don't finish first in Azulia, they might as well just transfer the World Cup to Rio. <laughs> All right, let's take another look at Jamaica's, Jamaica's schedule coming down and focus a little bit more on the reggae boys as they get ready for um, Gold Cup action. They'll take on Suriname tomorrow, Junior, 6.30 p.m. Ball chat, watch along, will occur. Ball chat um, co-hosts will also be in the stadium in Explorer uh, Stadium in what? Orlando? Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, Orlando, Florida. So, Junior... What do you expect from this game against Suriname? And before we get to the Jamaica versus Suriname game and your expectations, um, let's get you some of the comments. Um, Don Frosta says, man, um, Canada school in Martinique. Shamai Sweeney says, Brazil outplayed themselves. Don Frosta says, time for Messi to go to MLS. Um, I think Junior already got through some of those comments. Um, and Gunner Boy TV, Gunner Boy TV said that Canada is nothing special. Shamai says Alfonso gets the freedom to move just like Alaba for Austria. Gunner Boy also says Alaba, the Martinique players are just not fit enough. And Gunner Boy also said LOL, laugh out loud. Yes, yes. All right, now let's focus on the Reggae Boys schedule. They open the tournament against Suriname. They play on the 16th against Guadeloupe. And they wrap up their group matchup on the matches on the 20th against Costa Rica. All right. Junior, take off your, um, your, your objectivity hat and let's dive, dive down into this Reggae Boys versus Suriname game. I said here last week on the show, I don't know what to expect in the Gold Cup from the Reggae Boys. One thing is certain is that Suriname has played more meaningful matches of late. They, were, they played in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers. They were subsequently eliminated. They have players like Ryan Dunk and, and, and company that are, have been together for a longer time than the, the UB40 of the Reggae Boys. Uh, Junior, what do you expect from this game tomorrow inside the stadium, knowing that Tapa Whitmore and Coach Paul Hall are trying to put together the final final things for the game? What do I expect? <laughs> Take your time, family. Take your time. Let me... Take your time, family. What I'm expecting. I, I, I am happy... For the schedule to work out the way it did, where Jamaica's hardest game is the third game, right? The first Theoretically, two... it's supposed to be the hardest game is the Costa Rica game. Come on, we're not playing radio. The hardest game is against Costa Rica. Yes. Right? But 
I look at these two games as practice matches, honestly. And I will not be surprised if Suriname pressure us tomorrow because I I don't even know who the starting eleven is going to be for Jamaica. I don't even think some of the players, well, some of them probably know by now, but them is probably just figuring out who they'll be playing with. And some of them might be playing together for the first time. And they have not played a competitive game. I've not heard about an inter-squad match. I've not heard about a game against Orlando Select 11. Them couldn't go a Sunshine Bakery at Orlando. Them couldn't go link my Bridget Giggs at Tampa and, and, and them get an all-star side from Tampa and play against them. But no, this is their first game that they are playing, which is concerning. So I will not be surprised if Jamaica looks lethargic. I would not be surprised if Jamaica look disjointed and it's just their talent is going to get them over the line. I'm expecting Jamaica to win, yes. Um, I had really seen one love, two love, but it would not surprise me if Suriname get an early goal based off some miscommunication or something just going to go crazy where Suriname will get a chance. And if they take that chance, then it can be uphill. It can be an uphill battle. But the talent at Jamaica should see them through that first game. And I think it's going to work out for the best. Better you play these two games first and then play against Costa Rica. And I, and I, expect, I expect us to play better as the tournament goes on. But we're going to need some luck tomorrow, I, I believe. And, and the reason why we're going to need some luck is your, your reasoning is because Suriname has been together longer, being more, playing more meaningful games, whereas Jamaican players, them, them and them just are forward. And, yeah, and, 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 and one of the big news recently, I think Javon East picked up an injury and he was subsequently replaced by Andre Gray. Um, of Watford, Andre Gray, which begs the question, why wasn't Andre Gray, um, if he's supposed to be one of the better strikers that they have available, wasn't in the squad to begin with? So, so is, is Andre Gray a better striker than Giovanni's in your eyes? I, uh, I, I know. No, don't answer. Don't answer. Uh, don't, answer. Don't, don't, don't put yourself out there like that. Uh, but if I was to ask, if yeah. I was to ask everybody that's watching right now on floor. Everybody that's watching right now on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, wherever you're watching. And if I was to ask you, who is Jamaica's, what is Jamaica's best 11? I'm going to say this all the time. Jamaica's best 11, everybody's probably going to have only two names on the sheet or three names on the sheet as, as, as equivalent and everybody give different rosters, right? After Leon Bailey, after Damian Lowe, and after the goalkeeper, Andre Blake. Andre Blake. Who else is must start for Jamaica? Who else is he as must play? We don't. We have we have a big pool of players. Well, Kamara Lawrence is a must start when he's available. That's a whole other thing. Why, 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 why <laughs> must you be like that? It's a whole other thing. But we'll, but but I get what you're saying, family. Go ahead. Sorry. So because I promise I. I could run an experiment right now and say, Michael Hector, half a play for Jamaica every game. And I promise you somebody going to write and say, I'm ready a fool you want. Let's talk about Michael Hector. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. After Liam Bailey, after Andrea Blake, after Damian Lowe, 
And some people might even question whether Damian Lowe should be playing. <laughs> so it is, I don't care which 11 we put out there. I just want a consistent 11. I want an 11 that we know. Put it this way. At the end of the Gold Cup, we should know what our World Cup qualification side look like, right? Yeah. We shouldn't be going into World Cup quality. Like Mikel Antonio, I'm sorry, you know, brother, but you ever there go World Cup for whatever reason, we don't want you for World Cup qualification. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Why would I bring you in right now? How much different are you than Shamar Nicholson? Just because you play for Premier League? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, so your, 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 your criteria or your expectation for this Gold Cup is that are, are you just expecting that the reggae boys to kind of build together, get a cohesive unit, knowing that they have bigger fish to fry, they have a bigger tournament to come, which the ultimate prize is to get to the World Cup, in my opinion. Is that what your, your assessment for this Gold Cup? You're not expecting no run to no final. They're, you're not expecting any demanding any winning of this World Cup because yeah. I mean they have a good squad. They have a good squad, and if not now, why not? It's when? Bad. When? If you, you, yes, Jamaica have a good collection of players. Yeah, America have a good collection of players, and you know what? I saw America. Was it was it France? They go play against France in France, right? I think so. And and I, I, I no, don't remember go... off the top of my head. They played, they, they played a couple of games about two years ago. This same American side. We sat on ball chat. Yeah. I thought Berhalter should have been fired. He's not a good coach. He must have the young ball and then blah, blah, blah. Two years later, we see the United States, which is a great collection of players. But they, are, they have chemistry. They are a unit. Mexico play all of these competitive games and they play together they are a unit it is disrespectful and i am a jamaican brazilian true and true but i am a jamaican first right about yeah. three ninety five tradeway court westchester portmore saint catherine that's where i come from i'm a jamaican <laughs> all right but i'm going to keep it real i am not going to sit here and and tell you guys a fairy tale that I expect Jamaica to win the Gold Cup. It is not going to happen in my eyes because the man them not play together. Jamaica's best Gold Cup runs have always been on the heels of some great tournaments or some great competition that the same team play. The first time Jamaica, not the first time, but the one time when Jamaica make it with, with under Winnie. If you guys remember, Jamaica played in the um in the uh Copa Cup. Two weeks before the start of the Gold Cup, Jamaica was playing in the Copa Cup, lose all three games, get schooled in the Copa Cup, and came to the Gold Cup and had a damn good tournament. The reason why they had a damn good tournament, they played three competitive games and learned how to play with each other. Yes, this yes, yes. That's, that's what I said. Yeah. Suriname is a practice match in my eyes. The, 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 the real game will be against Costa Rica. That is what I'm going to say. Let's see what Jamaica have. If Whitmore start one team tomorrow, start another team game two, and start a different team in a game three, good luck. Junior, what would be seen as major failure in this tournament? What would be a 
if Jamaica gets knocked out by a team not named Mexico and America, that's a major failure. Okay, so if they don't make it out of their group or get knocked out in the next round is a failure by somebody not named Mexico or the U.S. Um, do, do you expect Suriname, you said Suriname might get an early goal. Can Suriname upset the apple cart tomorrow against the reggae boys? Of course they can. If Mexico cannot score against Trinidad, yeah. so can buck, chip, drop, fall, and get a handball, and get a penalty, and Jamaica can't score. Yeah. So yes, they can upset the upper card. We, we say, hey, look, listen, Liam Bailey can, is he even going to start? He should start. But Liam Bailey, let's say Liam Bailey is starting, and one of the Suriname man, them cut cross and clean him up. I'm, and Leon Bailey think too, because we hear AC Milan is knocking on Leon Bailey's door. Leon Bailey might say, hey, everyone, AC Milan may pre right now, you know. It's what I say. And, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to downplay his, um, his, 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 his patriotism. That's not what I am saying, people. What I am saying is this team, I don't think have gelled enough as yet. Yes, they need to play some minutes together. Need to play some minutes together. Yeah play together and i i think because the the worst case scenario is jamaica not make it out the out the, out the round or the zone we have a lot of people who have high expectations tapa get fired and you're bringing a next coach for go try build the side for going going to work up qualify that's the worst case scenario sean white says Junior, is Tapa the right person to take us there? I want to get your opinion on that quickly. And let's get you a couple other comments as we head home and wrap up the show. No yard ballers today as Kamon is, is, is traveling. Um, um, Gunner Boy TV says, but do we have a system? To be honest, I don't know this Jamaican team. It's sad. Gunner Boy TV also says, Michael, Michael Hector shouldn't even play for under 15s. Should not play even play for under 15s. 15. Um, Bounty Lad said, you are correct. I don't have a clue what our best 11 is. I would be guessing. Shamoy Sweeney says, believe in a yard man because the only difference is the exposure. The skill set is not much different. Shamoy Sweeney said, the skill set is not much different. It's a believe in a yard man. Um, back to Sean White's question. Um, Sean White says, is Tapa the man to take us there? I don't know where there is, but wherever there is, we're going to just think of maybe something good and great, you know. But ultimately, Tapa has some rich experience from this tournament, right? He took us to what? Two, two, and, two, two deep runs in the tournament. And, and I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to guess Sean Wright is saying there is um, being, being in a space where we can say Jamaica is competitive anytime they touch a football field. Yes, I think Tapa can get us there because the only thing that Jamaica is missing is cohesion, right? Yeah. It's not, like, it's not like it's not like we need a coach to come in and change a system or change a mentality. And this is no knock against Tapa. I don't know what Tapa brings to a team as a for, with his coaching credential. He's been coaching all this time, coaching Jamaica all this time, and we see some semblance of a system, but we've not seen a consistent level where we can judge the coach. Is it, you get what I'm saying? You can't judge a coach if you don't have a con if you have a consistent eleven that play two, three, four, five tournament and decide play to a certain level, then we can start. Uh, this is where Tapa make a difference because we see this eleven play in one tournament 
And we see this 11 play the next tournament and them getting better as a team. So that is Tapa's influence, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. We, do, we can't judge Tapa as a coach yet, in my opinion. And yes, before they come down and say, I'm a coach for all this time, I still don't see a consistent 11 from him yet. What Tapa need to do is keep the, the big name ball of them happy and motivated. Keep the, keep the smaller name ball of them that don't have as big of a name. Make them know that you are still needed. And that to me is the man management that Tapa needs to do. So to answer your question, Sean, yes, I think Tapa knows how to do it. Because Tapa experienced that as a, as a player. He has, have, he has had the opportunity to try different different methods as a coach. Now, will he do it? I don't know. But if Tapa can figure out the right way to make a Leon Bailey play for Jamaica like he's playing for Bayern Leverkusen while making, uh, I don't know, any, call any, any local footballer that, that gets a chance in the, in the side to still to play with as much confidence as a Leon Bailey and not say, oh, remember, get out of the way of the big general. If Tapa can figure out a way to do that, Jamaica yeah. can. Yeah. After, after build a cohesive unit. Group C match is kicks off tomorrow. Reggae boys kicks into action as they take on Suriname. Costa Rica will play Guadalupe. Reggae boys, watch along on Ball Chat Podcast, YouTube page on Ball Chat, um, Facebook page, and on Flow Sports. Bridging in other stands and also in the studio. Why, <laughs> what, hey, yo, don't set up my blood pressure tomorrow, Jamaica. Please, hey, I cannot Dan, imagine. Listen, it, Dan Foster is saying the solution for Caribbean football development is the Caribbean Super League. Peebo Rebel saying, What is Jamaica's playing style? And he put up many question signs at the end. So that, 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 is, a, that is a hard question. Um, Bounty Lad saying, If we are honest, um, we, with so many players coming from all around, we may need a better coach. If Tapa had more time with the players, yes, but not sure he is the man to pull all these players together. People are able to bounty lad. I agree. Listen, me, Tapa, half of the side we have right now, they're on FIFA 21. Just build a side in a FIFA. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, a, a coach costs money and Tapa has been a servant to reggae boys to the JFF for years. So I, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, yo, Tapa is not the man. I, I think he has earned the right to go forth in this tournament with this team. Now, if we come back um, and it's a bag of foolishness, then we need to explore other options as we get ready for World Cup qualifiers because that is the bigger fish to me. It's not this tournament. It would love, ideally would love to win this tournament and love to do well in this tournament and make Qatar 2022. But I would much rather make the World Cup than win this tournament. So Tapa, I believe, has earned the right to, to, um, to, to, to carry this team forward based on experience and commitment to the reggae boys. Um, Real quick, yeah, what? Julia. Let's. I, I, I will be that guy since, since yeah, be that guy, Julia. Be that guy. I will be that guy. Tapa, the coach in waiting is sitting right there with you. Yeah, don't all right, don't bring up Paul Hall. Paul is just on a path. <laughs> the coach in waiting is it. 
Listen. Tapa, ignore that noise. You, you, we know say so you watch ball chat. JFF people, we know say so you watch ball chat. We're riding with, well, not riding. We're supporting Tapa. Paul Hall, just go on. Well, you can't easy. If I am lying, JFF on the email ballchatpodcast at gmail.com and say you're a damn liar. But listen, all it's going to take is one of those high paid UB fatties to say, you know what? Paul Hall knows us better. You know what? Paul Hall knows how to communicate with us better. That's all it's going to take. And Paul Hall will be named the next Jamaican head coach. And he can very well be named the next Jamaican head coach if Jamaica fails to make it out the zone. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, big tournament. But it's exciting to see the Reggae Boys back on the grass tomorrow. Reggae Boys will take on Suriname. Ball chat, watch along. Yo, Junior, we're ready. I am excited. We're going to go to this game and we're going to enjoy it. And hopefully cost too bad what in the meantime. Um Junior, um quickly, Ravel Morrison seems to be up in the air, whether he's in or out as he's trying to get through um the embassy status of the US, trying to get clearance for the status. I've seen a lot of report about Ravel Morrison's last week or so about whether he's in, whether he's out, and issues with paperwork. Is the reggae boys hanging its hat on this one player too much? I mean, should isn't this eleven man play eleven men play a ball? Why why is all this thing about this one brother? We know same good. We know say skillful, and he does bring something special to the table. But is there is just too much talk around? If he's if his documents are ready, then just go and go sit down. Next man up. The better. Quick question: yeah. Which position does Ravel Morrison play? Yeah, <laughs> he's playing the number ten role. Play the number ten role for the. Yeah. Ravel Morrison plays central defensive midfielder for Jamaica. For Jamaica. You think he's going to play central midf- uh, defensive midfield? He's a holding midfielder. That's okay. where Ravel, Ravel Morrison is a deep line midfielder. That's what, when, they, when they played in... Um, in Saudi in, Arabia. Saudi Arabia, he played the de- holding midfielder. That's I the trust, position. Interest rehearsal game that, Junior. All right. That's for him play, right? I mean, he needs. he's somebody who's needed to pull the passes, right? Yeah. He's needed to pull the passes. So, okay. so there's nobody else in the side that can't pull the passes, Junior? There's somebody who gets deployed for Jamaica in the holding midfielder role. His name is Michael Hector. You want to know why Jamaica try to go around forget forget Ravel Morrison play? Because Michael Hector is option B. But play defense. And you know Michael Hector will take that option quickly. So you are telling me there is no other option. So you cannot change the system if 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 Ravel Morrison is not available. You cannot slide in um Tariq McGee and Michael Hector into that midfield. You you see they call Michael Hector the again. Yeah, but you play him as a defensive cover. But you, but that's the problem. So that that is the reason why they were trying to get Ravel Morrison to come play because then Hector can go play if if it is the, if it is in the Hector's contract that he must play. He can go play beside Damian Lowe. Yeah, he's um, uh, yeah, Ravel Morrison is 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 he plays and in, in he's he brings a lot to the table because he definitely can pull the passes and open up um uh, the defense for the team. But um, yo, I yo, uh, we, we we will see, we will see. Like we said, tomorrow we will see. Uh, Bounty, Bounty lad said this tournament is the dress rehearsal for the World Cup qualifications. 
He also said, we are all with Tapa and the team, 200%. At the end of the day, I agree with you. We are all with Tapa. Thank you. Thank you. Big risk. Big talk, that Bounty lad. We are with the, the team and we ride with the reggae boys. We support them. Even though as coach, as, as manager Roy Simpson said on Ball Chat a few months ago, he says, you Jamaican people, if they don't love you, they don't cuss you, you know. So if they don't love you, they don't cuss you. So reggae boys versus Suriname big game tomorrow 6 30 p.m eastern standard time it's on fs1 here in the states if you're watching from other parts of the world check the local list and reggae boys will also play guadalupe on the 16 which is what friday right and then they will wrap up against costa rica on the um, 20th junior any final thoughts as we get ready for the for the gold cup Yo, I just want to see the, the black, green, and gold play some good football. I want to sit down, want to sit down tomorrow and, and watch, like I said, ball. Watch a ball, man. Ball. And, it's, and it's so coincidentally, the image that you have behind you is of the assistant coach. is one Mr. Paul Hall, who you I, say is coaching waiting. And, 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 and like Sean White said, and Sean White had to be that guy. Sean White said, so is Paul Hall getting more money than Tapper as the assistant coach? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Football family, we don't want the mix-up. Time for Goma we had. Time for Goma we had. Um, football family, I want to thank you for joining us. Really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your Sunday. Big up to the Azuri for winning the um, European Championship. Best of luck and chin up to the English fans and to England players, especially um, Rashford, Jaden Sancho, and Bakri Saka. Big up yourself, chin up family. Um, big up to Lionel Messi and Argentinian for finally winning the Copa um, America. Big up yourself. The reggae boys will take the field tomorrow as they take on Suriname. Beat and teach time. Where else, Junior? Beat and teach time. Football family, if you join, thank you for joining us. We're on Instagram at Ball Chat Podcast. We're on Twitter at Ball Chat One. We're on Facebook at Ball Chat. And email us at ballchatpodcast at gmail.com. We have a watch along tomorrow, family. We're going to be in the stadium. If it doesn't go so well, we have a cost to Budwood. Junior, we're going to be out, you know. <laughs>